People are going to We are live. <laughs> well, we're not actually starting right now, but anyway. It's always better when we start just casually. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's that. nice. Oh, did, you say, did, you, did you listen to the episode? Which, Which one? one? Well, the last episode when you were asking him about the toilet. Oh, at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, the, the oh, taking a dump? Let's not start the same way. Yeah, I did. Did you leave it in? Yeah. Bro, it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, but bro, do you remember at the beginning, like honestly, like now we can talk about it, we can have a laugh about it now. Mm. Because mm. when we started out and like, welcome, 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 welcome. Yeah, the yeah, dropout, yeah, 100%. I don't know, bro, that made me sick. I feel like slowly, slowly but surely we've gotten better at uh, certain aspects. Hello. Still a lot of improving to do, but that's the fun thing about starting, you know, something new. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's better. Yeah. Can, yeah. Oh, can you hear a bit better? Maddie just turned me down. I yeah. And you know what? But up. even after 13 weeks, I still can't. Get over this rich audio when I can just hear bro, your it, voice, bro. Do you remember the first time when I picked up the mic? I know. Bro, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, there's something so out. novel about the way this sounds. Literally, yeah. don't you think? It yeah, doesn't take much to entertain Sorry. JP as well, bro. Yeah. Like he, he's like, well, he, yeah, yeah. There's a flicker of light. Literally, <laughs> he's like one of those like little do, puppies do you know that gets excited. Was, <laughs> do you know I was working at LinkedIn? Did you guys know I worked at LinkedIn? Oh my god! Do you know when I worked there? They used to um, when I was really early on when I was when I was when I was working there. I was like, your age. Where were you working? <laughs> LinkedIn, L-I-N-K-E-D-I-N. Okay. Um, and uh, they used to. One of the managers started calling me Pup, like because I was like yeah, a little Jack Russell, little Jack Russell. Little, yeah, a little yeah. like excited little yeah, little, yeah, over nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just say what you want. Tell me what you want to say. But uh, t- episode thirteen. This is this is an interesting one. I think uh, a lot of people are going to be interested in this one. That's my chamomile tea. Oh, that's nice. I never <laughs> have chamomile. Yeah, have black this is your house, so you should know. But yeah, uh, we're yes, talking about mental tea. health today, so quite a, yeah. a touchy subject, quite, um, I think. A big subject. A big subject. Big, a, big, a lot huge. of people can probably relate to this. I think a lot of people mm. have at least known one person that has experienced that in their, you know, immediate family or friend group, yeah. or maybe even yourself if you're listening to this episode. So um, we're going to touch on all bases, depression, anxiety, mm. um, you stress. know, stress, which, which teeters onto mental health and um, yeah, just shed a little bit of insight on, on your anecdotes and your personal experiences. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, ju- yeah. But just, just remembering that we're not experts here. Definitely in this, not. In this field. Yeah. It's just more so from our own perspective. Correct. Um, and what we've sort of potentially gone through um, and seen as well. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like we don't, and that's the thing. I mean, the whole idea of this is that we're, we don't necessarily have to be experts, but we can just come in and Give our, give our thought, thoughts on the topic, create some uh, some healthy dialogue. Again, yeah. and, and one of the things we've been trying to, I guess, circle back to on the podcast is the reason why we started is because we're not experts, you know, we're dropouts. We, 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 we None of us actually graduated from that depth of field. Doesn't mean that, you know, I don't think uh, no. we can offer some some insight, some experience and some valuable knowledge, yeah. but definitely, um, definitely not experts by any mm. means. But just to kick it off, I mean... Shout out to ChatGPT because it does does a lot of stuff for you. But I do have a lot of stats. We put in a couple of good prompts just to, I guess, kick off uh, mm, on, yeah. on some facts. So they think globally is estimated that one in four people would experience a mental health disorder at some point in their lives. Mm. I think it's hard to break that down mm. um, even further, but th- there's some interesting facts. Yeah. Uh, depression and anxiety, one of the most prevalent mental health disorders affecting over 264 million people worldwide. So what's wow. the population wow, of 7 bro. billion? 7 billion, 8 billion, something like that. Wow, wow bro. That's yeah, a lot. Bro. That is a lot bro, of people, that's bro. Huge. That's yeah. Seven billion in the world. So that's I don't know. What that's, let's do some well, quick maths. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. It is a lot. It's huge. This one actually was really concerning. So suicide is a major health concern. Over eight hundred thousand people annually die of suicide. Fuck you know what I mean? Real. And the, worldwide. It, worldwide. Worldwide. And yeah. making it one of the leading causes of death. Isn't that sad? That's so Very sad. sad. And, and, and it's hard to understand, right? Like it's, you, you just don't understand 
that whole what could bring someone to the point yeah bro look it's easy to judge but it's 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 also hard to as well like Mm. you just like what you don't know Mm. bro that's always been like a a messed up one i think we'll get on to that i think we need to start and and go into you know if the conversation does steer into suicide but that's um Mm. that's heavy that's a spiritual thing bro like to to be able to actually to take your own life is um very confronting and Mm. you know if anyone's experienced that in their their friendship group i know I've experienced that at a distance from people that I've yeah. sort of known, um, not on a personal level, but through mutual friends. Mm. There was a kid at school that um, passed of suicide. And I remember the next day it was like very, very black at at, at our school the next day, yeah. and um, yeah, man. So you know, thoughts, and, and we're just gonna we're just gonna teeter around this subject and share our insights. But Sean, kick us off, mate. What, what, what's your take on on depression, anxiety, mental health as as it stands? Yeah, for me, like I, I don't really understand it too much because obviously I haven't experienced that. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't experienced depression. Um, I haven't really experienced anxiety at a like high yes. level, um, and even stress to a to an extent. Um, but uh, my, from, from what I've seen, um, my mother had depression for about ten years, um, from when I was about eight or nine years old, and that was on the back of. Um, her marriage with my father or whatever happened through that and then her leaving my, my sister and myself and moving to Australia because we lived in New Zealand and um, she, she would always um, again I don't want to go into too much detail because it's her story but um, I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit but she would always share with me that um, at that point in time she would just feel very numb like not even have any feelings towards being away from me and my sister um, and she's wow. actually only told me that recently Whereas my sister and I would also always go and visit her, mm. um, which was which was a great thing, especially at that age. We'd um, go on for holidays and those sorts of things, and we'll talk on the phone and send letters and all these sorts of things like that. Um, but yeah, she would say, "Yeah, I, I just didn't feel anything. I, wow, I didn't man. even have a feeling towards you and your sister." Wow. Um, and that, that was a time when you know depression wasn't very prevalent, right? No one really knew too Talked much about it. it. There wasn't any. There wasn't Black Dog. There wasn't Beyond Blue. There wasn't you mm-hmm. know social media. We would talk about it and really be open to it. So I remember sort of going and seeing my mum, and I I had no idea. I, I had no idea what it was. Obviously, I was a young kid, but um, I remember going there and um, some at some points in time she would always be in bed. Right? Yeah. So she would always be in bed. Like would wake up, would have breakfast. And she'll go back to bed and we'll be watching TV. And she'll drop us off at the movie. She'll go home. She'll go back to bed, right? So, again, at that time, I didn't understand it. Even now, I don't really understand it. And that's sort of something that I'm talking to my mum about now. I said yeah. to her actually a couple of weeks ago, I said, I would love to know, like, what was that like? like? What did that feel like? What was that whole process? And that's when we sort of started talking about her... Um, and how she felt about the situation that she was in and, and feeling numb. And that's where sort of mm. we, we kicked it off. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually really excited for her to be able to tell her story to me wow. about that. And she's broke um, through to the other side now? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. That was probably 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe it was about 10 years she, you know, she, she went through that. Um, went to psychotherapy, um, went to psychologists and all these types of things. So she, she had a really hard time through that. Wow. Through that time, um, and again for me, again I'm, I'm not too sure because I haven't gone through those things before. Um, I will talk about this a little bit later. But I've had clients that have had depression that have actually come off um, having to have tablets um, yeah. and medication for that due to being able to um, exercise and being in a great community. But um, again, um, yeah, and getting I, that insight from my mum will be will be awesome to. Yeah, to, wow. be able to sort so of she battled it. through that obviously, and now you're saying that was quite a long time ago. But was mm. there? Did she shed some light on you know what was? Ding ding ding! Catalyst for change or something. That's changed. I know she's a woman of faith. She's a Christian, is she? Yeah, yeah, she's she is big time. Um, so she 
um, and, and she was, um, well, we were like um, growing, growing up, we, we, we were. Um, but yeah, I think um, that was something big that sort of drew her, drew her away from that. Right. Um, again, I've got to ask, talk to her a little bit more in, yeah, in yeah, depth yeah, yeah, about it. Um, and whether, you know, going and seeing professionals. Objection, you're on a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'd just like to, because this is super interesting for me because I know a lot yeah. of people either go down like psychologist route, but sometimes like my brother personally, he was mm. you know, battling with depression and was seeing a psychologist for like a number of times and it just a number of years, I should say. And then it got to a point where I've spoken to a lot of people who have dealt with um, depression, anxiety, other mental health disorders where they've gone and seen a psych and it's just gotten to the point where they're like, I can't shed any more insight yeah. on what it is go search within like a lot of them get to the point where it's like there's no medical advice yeah. where you can give where it ends up just being like okay you're gonna have to More turn like to spirituality in yeah. a purpose or something or yeah in, in a purpose or moving towards a different direction correct the, the, the thing that yeah. i found and, and the, i'm interested to hear your opinion on this mm. um when it comes to um and it's funny because i was, I was speaking to a mate of mine who's doing coaching and psych and mm. um he wanted to do some kind of like uh, practice coaching sessions um and what I found was that um, it was just an interesting experience because the whole process and what he was going through with me was very much looking so inward and focusing so much on self. Mm. But what I found was that like, and you know, I've, I've never like drawn a comparison for me personally between like prayer and like a spiritual life, mm. you know, whatever that may be. I've never drawn a comparison between that um, and... Oh, 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 fuck. There goes the set. Oh, we're still live. Maddie just knocked over the whole podcast set. Um, what was I talking about? Disneyland? Ah, uh, I forgot. <laughs> no, hold on. Oh, we're just setting back up, guys. Yeah, hold on. Sorry, we just had some technical difficulties. Are we on? We're good? We're good. All right. Yeah, we're good. Sorry. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so sorry, what I was saying was, um, what I found interesting was that um, it was there was a lot of like looking inward, mm. but what I always found, why I personally had always found that like... Um, you know, when I'm having a shit time, why prayer was my refuge was that I wasn't at all focusing on myself. I was yes. literally dumping all the shit that I had Onto, on someone else. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it was that was a liberating feeling. Mm. Whereas looking inward was almost like it felt heavier. Yeah. Like it felt like oh, I'm looking at me. What's going on with me? Talk about. And I'm like, no. Well, I'd rather just. I don't know. It's a weird. It's it's a weird thing, man. Like I just feel like when I do get to that point where I'm like. I don't know what the fuck to do, yeah. here, man. Mm. Like I'm, like I'm done. I can't do anything. I have. I'm so powerless. Surrender. And I literally surrender. That feeling of surrender is mm. the relief, because all of a sudden like, you're not in control. And I think that's why a lot of people who deal with depression, maybe is like it was what it stems from is there's this always this understanding of who they are based on things that they've done. Yeah. You know, a title that they've had, a job that they've had, an amount of money they make, the that's possessions. True. And you hear a lot of people. I, I would love to know the statistic exactly because I don't want to go and misquote it. But uh, my uncle's friend is a life coach and he deals with some very, very successful people mm. all over the world. And he, like, when we sat down and had dinner, he was like, you'll be surprised at how unfulfilled and depressed a lot of these so-called billionaires or millionaires yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or gurus are, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, you come to the end of yourself, you're like, well, I finally achieved what I thought I would, mm. you know, want to. And then it's like that Paulo Coelho book we always talk about. It's like, you know, it's the the, the journey, not the destination. Mm. And it's oh, like the, the alchemist. Yeah, well, the alchemist. Yeah. Like, what a, right, what a yeah, book. But right. it, yeah, but it's also about a higher purpose in them just actually going and making money. Correct. Or growing this business, right? Like 100%. In, in the whole concept of contribution. Like, yes. are they actively contributing to somebody, something outside of themselves? Mm -hmm. Or are they just contributing to what they want and where they want to go? Yeah, so, right. I think that's a big one as well. And yeah, 
yeah, and definitely they talk about that in quite a few books in terms of what about what, what are these guys moving towards or um, you know with regards to their goals and what they want to be successful as but what's after that You're right what's the next step like what's the bigger purpose to them and what's the biggest bigger contribution to um, their fellow man or woman right, so. t- talk about this concept of um, this contribution because this is interesting like are you talking about like Literally, like the reason give, you are doing something is it is it is there a means to an end? Is, is that what like, you mean by contribution, or do yeah. you mean giving back? Giving back, and and you're giving saying back, is yeah. is that like a are you are you touching on the point that like you know when you give back that brings the self up or yeah or yeah so it gives you a higher purpose outside of yourself yeah you know as opposed to just me, a, me, again me. like me 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 and this is all for me because when you get to the end of that that road you look back and you go, okay, I've got what I want. I've got the, okay, let's use this for example. I've got the house, I've got the cars, I've got the family, I've got this, this, that and the other. Um, and then I think you can also look at it when you have kids, for example, that's contribution, you're con- right. contributing yeah. to them, but that's within society. That's just a, that's sort of just a given, like, okay, well, I've got to have kids and I've got to do this, that and the other. But going outside of that, something that is more meaningful to you and, and giving back from all the things that you've achieved, I think that's going to that's gonna help you. Um, ensure that you don't come to that state of depression. But you know what is a big thing as well? It's like we talk about how past generations maybe didn't have the opportunity to talk about mental health. Maybe there was, was it the fact that mental health wasn't as prevalent or was it the fact that it wasn't as, it wasn't manifested so clearly because yeah. we weren't giving it um, a platform to be spoken about? Mm. Or has it, as like as with social media mm. and, you know, the, the access to information and things have just become so much easier to attain that, depression rises with that yeah. I think I think specifically yeah. for men I think it was considered soft back in the day right yeah. like it, it, that yeah. definitely was I think that there's we've probably gone to a point and again this is purely my opinion where we've gone from like maybe One back in the day under, under diagnosis of stuff like that to maybe a point yeah. now where we o- sometimes o- you know overdo yeah. it and like I mean yeah, so I think that specifically for like you know when you think about men like it, I think you know back in the day there wasn't that there wasn't those um, opinion leaders right. in social media, whatever. There wasn't those opinion, le- those ma- male opinion leaders that would come out and say, hey, it's okay to talk about your feelings and your issues and your problems and it's okay to ask for help yeah. and that sort of stuff. Whereas now that's very prevalent. Like I don't really think that many people, oh, I, I think it would still happen. Like, but sure. I think that it's a lot easier now for you know, a, a male in particular to feel, to, comfortable. Yeah. to feel comfortable to say like, hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, doing great but But where do you think that comes from though in terms of us or men okay specifically talking about men men not speaking up is that something that we're hardwired not to do is it something that's happened in history because i i tend to think that and and i could be way off the mark here but i tend to think that back in the day through war um Mm. you know men majority of the time going well well, mostly men, yeah. if, you know, all men going to war, World War Two, World War One, you know, going back to the days of, of past, you know, coming back and not wanting to talk about what they saw. Yeah, totally. Not wanting to talk about, oh, that's an interesting the, yeah. you know, what they experienced or having to kill another man or whatever it may be. So coming back yeah. into a society where they don't want to talk about those things that they've seen post, um, what is it called? When P- you have PTSD, PTSD, where again, back then there's probably wasn't was no ptsd and coming back into a society we where you'll just get on with it you yeah. know what, you but have to be the father you have to be a husband yeah, you have you, to well, be, yeah that's the thing it's just so. you just kind of kind of got it like at the end of the day those people as much as they would have been going through those mental battles that they did yeah. they had to come back and they were like well i've got a responsibility here and they kind of taped their mouth shut and got and on gone. with the job yeah. and, and that again that's, that's probably the wrong thing to do as well do you well, know yeah, what I mean yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a hard thing to unpack there's yeah, like that yeah. because they came back and I know that PTSD was still very prolific at those times as well yeah, probably course, not yeah. as um, like, like I said imagine before imagine going and killing another man fuck 
Bro, or, li- like, or lying around with dead men. Yeah, dead like, bodies. Yeah. Around. Like, and then again, we talk about depression now, and, and, and people say that sort of thing. Like, oh, well, back in the day, we can't really compare, right? But you know, you think about these things that those men did go through. But that's why I go to that comparison where I'm like, okay, well, they went through that. Did they just? blocked it off and go well i do not want to talk about that mm. and then that that was passed down through generation yeah. to generation it True. became the became, became the, the norm. norm again that's sort but of again just it, something the, I've when about we talk before. about depression it's like there's two avenues it's like is depression always a byproduct of an experience, a, an experience? Yeah, yeah. but some people yeah. it's inherent they just Hard have well, we yeah. talked about before clinical well, depression clinical. where it's just like there's a maybe they imbalance imbalance in their, dopa- brain. their dopamine receptor they just operate differently there's actually a chemical imbalance i know what you mean that's interesting my dad had depression bro for a long long time like probably like six seven years mm. but he was he always suffered from bipolar was never diagnosed mm. but he always just like he used to love buying things bro like and it's one of the common traits of having bipolar specific type of bipolar is um erratic spending um mood fluctuations situations up and down depending on you know it could be just like a imbalance in your brain or also could be like for him he was in real estate it was making sale not making sale making sale not making sale it was on a high it was on a low there was never any stability emotionally financially there was never Mm. any stability and i think that's like probably one of the big um highlights of someone who has a strong or like a hold on their mental health is stability because I know people will go through emotional highs and then emotional lows and then never add just a consistent like I'm yeah. feeling pretty good it's either reliant on like you know external dopamine sources or needing to train every second of every day not to say that training and eating well I think a lot of people that give too much credit to their mental health we talk about it a lot is like well, okay and it's not to say that this is going to cure everything but right. it'll give you the best chance at success eating well yeah. training Bro, well, getting never, sunlight eating non- yeah. non-processed food well I'll tell you I'll tell you a story about one of my enough. clients that I had and this was a number of years ago when I was um, PTing um, I had another client that brought this client along right and um, he was telling me that when they would go to and this is very similar to my mum I guess um, when they would go to her house she would um, ask everybody to come you know, come we're going to have dinner and they would get there and the dinner was half cooked and she was in bed right she yeah. had depression oh damn so they would, would have to help cook this meal for her and so on and so forth, right? And this would happen quite often. So um, she introduced, um, he introduced her to, to me, brought her in. We started training. Um, you know, over the time, we ended up losing 20 kilos. And she had, I think it was um, four or five tablets she needed to take for depression each day. I think it was four or five. Wow. Um, and over the course of the year, she lost 20 kilos. Um, she was in an environment now where there was a lot of community, um, a lot of people obviously um, bringing her into this community, and she actually stopped taking those tablets after about six months. And then beyond that, she didn't have depression anymore. And that was on the back of us working on her exercise, but her how nutrition. Is that? And then I think That's it was amazing. also being among people, um, being among people where, you know, that were all about moving forward and progressing and, yeah. and that sort of stuff like that. So, again, I'm not, again, like you say, like, Exercise and nutrition. It's not the be all and end all. But it's a crazy. But it's a great. But it's a crazy. It's crazy. That's amazing, bro. It's crazy the amount of people. Like you go on again. I don't. I don't know all the cases out there. Mm. But whenever I've seen, find me someone who's like started getting into training and exercise and eating healthy. I can't even think of haven't like, stayed know, in the same. Yeah, that, that haven't stayed mm. in that same. Yeah. Like, wh- why is it? Do you think that has that that has such a huge impact? 
I mean, it must be obviously chemical as well. Like self-image, self-image, dopamine, brain. dopamine, dopamine from literally endorph- exercise. Endorphins, yeah. dopamine, yeah, 100%. Like it's crazy how much of an impact that stuff has when people start doing it and how much better they feel. Mm. They talk better. They, you know, like anyone. Yeah, they can. I see a change in like, and again, like Marcus was always fine. Bro, look at Tom Donaldson, bro. Lost he, bro. How much weight did he lose, bro? 90 kilos plus. Yeah, bro. And I know he's in a, a yeah. much better mental health than he was before yeah. when he wasn't, bro. Bro, he just signed up for the Western Games, dude. Yeah, what I saw gun. that. Bro, and, and shout and out, Tommy, bro. You're a legend. Makes you think, like, how much of this stuff is. Uh, sorry, I use the word superficial lightly because what I'm saying is, mm. how much of this stuff is actually way less deep than we think it is? Do you know what I mean? Prob- probably, I th- a good, probably a good probably a good amount. Not for all, not all the time. Yeah, I know that there's exceptions and there's plenty of people that, you know, it's, it's inherent or whatever, it's a chemical. But, like, how much of this stuff is actually related to the stuff that you're doing your practices yep. and like you know but your language as well like your lay yeah, exactly like right if you if you sit there saying to yourself over and over again that i'm depressed that i'm anxious that i'm stressed over and over again that's going to be your belief yeah you're going to sink into this and, and believe yeah. it um and i'm not suggesting that everybody just you know and again i don't know Start like whether it's chemical yeah. or whether it's um depressed but it's very easy to be able to say that because it's so accepting yeah. oh, are you depressed yeah i'm depressed oh okay you, yeah, you, yeah you're that p- depressed person yes that's like, right you, like you, that. you, you, you acknowledge that, that, that that's that you know you, that's yeah. part of yeah. you but again we do acknowledge that people do have depression that's, no that's not, know, we're not we're saying not saying that, that you, you I don't, don't think, i don't think a lot of people would, do have to go i think a lot of people would agree would identify with what we're saying like again yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like because the thing just, is we would even t- I, was t- I mentioned that talking to marcus this morning and he was saying like you know i think that the other thing is we always we use those terms very loosely a lot of time like I'll be I'm having depressed. a shit day. I'm like, bro, I'm so depressed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's sort of, and then what you realize is, you know, I was talking to Marcus about it and we're like, you know, he talks, we talk about how like, fuck, you know, this or winter or whatever. And then we're like, let's just say it's winter. You lose your job. Mm. Something really bad happens with your wife or your family. That's a series of unfortunate events. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, and then, uh, you know what I mean? And, and I guess when I look at stuff like that, I think to myself, okay, well, at then at what point does that spiral literally into actually depression. into yeah, depression because yeah, yeah. i'm sure that that stuff that's how it starts a bunch of it starts with a Correct. series of unfortunate events it, it starts with a huge amount of weight gain it starts with a, a bad breakup a death of yeah. a family and then member. at some point it spirals yeah. for so long and so hard that it actually becomes in a whirlwind of depression yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. actual like it actually becomes and that maybe that chemical imbalance or whatever it is yeah. actually remains like because what do they say like it's what is the feeling like it's like someone sitting on your chest or something like like I don't, I don't know that some, feeling of depression people, yeah like what is it you sunken feel? that anxiety like, feeling like you can't breathe yeah, or yeah. you know mm. you, you just can't do anything I don't know um, it's like it's helplessness it's like bro. a it's helplessness, like panic yeah. it's almost like a panic feeling but there's as well. so many like different subcategories of depression we're talking about depression from a certain event where you, which is what you're talking about and mm. then it slowly starts to manifest into something deeper and deeper and deeper maybe you know another unfortunate event and then you know you start to put on weight and all these things just start up pack on top of each other yeah then you've got and i just want to like steer away from that for a second steer away from those like i guess from those events but then there are certain things like now we're talking about like the generation that we live in that cause depression to be so much more prevalent so like bro look at Look at the ways in which we we, we get qu- quick fixes of oh, dopamine. Bro. Yeah. Vaping, bro. Like I, I've struggled with vaping. Like I, I, <laughs> if I, I don't buy them, but if I have a path, like it's just that's a quick way of it, of getting some sort of thing. You see that little colored thing, you just want to reach it, you want to grab it, you want to puff on it. 
quick fixes of food, bro. Fucking McDonald's. Yeah, scrolling. Like dopamine. Bro, scrolling. Bro, yeah. scrolling. Endless, endless scrolling. Bro, bro, people say, you... I don't know why I'm depressed. Bro, bro, you... Because you're sitting for hours yeah. and what? hours after on After you end. scroll for hours, how do you, you feel after you get off your phone? You feel Terrible. like shit. You throw your phone down. You're like, that was disgusting. Like, yeah. you actually feel like shit. But it's a relentless cycle, bro. People yeah. are living in this relentless cycle. And I just, like, I don't want to go into conspiracy theory, whatever it is, but, but it's not conspiracy theory. We talk about, like, you know, big pharmaceutical companies. So they feed us foods that are bioengineered. They feed us foods that are made in labs. They're pushing this whole vegan agenda with like, you know, you go into, you can go to get vegan butchers right now and in in each of the meats, there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ingredients in one product. Oh, you can get a Woolies. You can you get, get the, a Woolies. The, meat, the, the fake, not the, real meat or whatever. all yeah. these big, large companies are all owned by the two biggest companies, Ve- mm. uh, Vanguard and BlackRock. BlackRock, yeah. And, and if you look at this, is the private like equity. Private equity companies. So Vanguard and BlackRock are two massive private equity, yeah. multi-billion dollar like. And right. they have yeah. their hands in every industry whether it be food production big pharmaceutical company so they're they're, they're giving you all these netflix they're giving you all these cheap sources to attain like a a good feeling for a short amount of time that'll spike your dopamine and then you fall into depression and then they're the same group that comes and gives you um you know the 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 meds to go fix it and if you look on these fucking medications it says um antidepressant no may or may not cause yeah. even further depression or severe depression. I know a lot of people, my brother was on his depression, but he threw all those meds out and he's breaking free of that, thank God. Yeah. But bro, like a lot of people- Slippery that slope. Are, bro, it's time. a slippery slope because it gives you that like super spike and then you crash again. Super spike and a lot of yeah. people you can't yeah, eat on them. Bro, it's, yeah. it's messed up, man. So Yeah, there's this, um, there's this little video um, that was on um, social media a little while ago and it's like, this is what it's like addiction, right? Mm. Um, again, we're sort of going into a different direction here, but it has, it's a little kiwi that goes on this little run. Have you seen that? Is this the one with the cartoons? Yeah, the cartoons. And then they're all on their, you know, oh, the one, well, they're similar. all on their phone. You know yeah, the one I'm talking to about. That, yeah. yeah. And um, there's this little, there's this little yellow um, dot, and he sort of pokes at it with his with his beak, and then he sucks it up, and then he gets into this like trance, super high state, and he like floats in the air, <laughs> and he smacks onto the ground, and he's like bounces on the ground and he's like okay back to normal and he <laughs> runs again just keeps running and then this little dot again so this dot just refers represents to like anything. represents anything right yeah, yeah. and he sucks it up again and he goes floating in the Consumerism. air and, you know yeah. so it just goes around this little circle and at the end of it everything goes dark he's in this depressive state um so and that that could be one way that people lead into that as well from what you've just said mm. like they scroll through social media for example and they see things that they wish they want but they can just never attain or never get um so you know it's and you know, looking at, um, and this is something that I was going to say before, but I've got uh, a book that I read called Learned Optimism mm-hmm. by Martin Seligman. Um, this is, I want to say this before I forget, um, but Learned Optimism is about, um, what I got from it was, does pessimism, okay, mm-hmm. pessimistic thinking lead to depression? Or if you're depressed, you have pessimistic thoughts. Ah, interesting. Right? Very interesting. So, so say that again for so, the people because I love that. Yeah, so it's, are you a pessimistic person or do you have pessimistic views? Mm-hmm. If you do, does that lead to depression? Mm-hmm. Or does having depression lead, lead to, to pessimistic oh, thoughts? Bro, what a great So Martin Seligman is the... Um, what does he the, argue? The father of positive psychology. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, well, that's that's the whole that, that's what he questioned. Mm. Now it's a great book. Like if anybody has has depression or is going through anything like that, learned optimism. What's the synopsis? Martin Give Stilliman. us the general synopsis of the book. Well, that that's what it is. Well, what does like, he argue? Does he argue both sides, or does he focus on one? Pessimistic to depression. So he, he thinks, thinks pessimistic yeah. thoughts lead to depression. Yeah. Lead to depression. Yeah. they yeah. spiral into it. Versus like he doesn't you, say like. Yeah, this Black is and it, white, right? but yeah, is he a that's psycholo- what I believe is he a psychologist? Well. Psychologist, yeah. 
He, so look up positive psychology. Yeah, bro, he's a, that's He's a father of positive psychology. And the book's really good because it gives you things that you can actually do. So it has like um, questionnaires and those sorts of things that you can do to help you if you are in that sort of yeah. mind frame. But the thing about that as well, like, you know, when people talk about when a psychologist or, um, you know, life coaches, when they talk about doing things to help you through a depressive state, what's the percentage of people that actually go and do these things? Yeah. Are they so helpless that they don't actually want to go and do it? Or is it because depression is so hard, it's so hard to break away from that to go and actually seek the help? And with regards to depression now and, um, well, and just mental health now, we talk a lot about um, let's yeah, make sure you talk. Like if you, if you feel something, say something. Speak, yeah. And look, I, I like that. I think that's good. But when you're in that state, you don't want to talk. Mm. I think that people on the other side need to get better at asking questions. Yeah. So if you're having a conversation with your mate, for example, and you go through like alpha, ask, listen, formulate, like ask a question, listen, formulate a response. So let's say you know, me and Maddie go to the footy or we go to the, the pub, we're about to you know, watch the footy game and I'm like, hey bro, how's your day going? And he's like, oh, it's pretty shit. Anyway, oh, the game's starting. And I go, yeah, bro, sweet. And then I, you yeah. know, instead of that, like, oh, hey, Maddie, like, bro, what happened? Like, what went on in your day today? Like, mm-hmm. I really want to know. Oh, nah, this happened. Hey, how about we go get a feed over here? Don't worry about the game. We'll, we'll watch second half. Right. Let, let's go have a chat about what, what went on with your day, right? Yeah, As opposed yeah, yeah. to me going, oh, well, I actually don't want to bring that up with yes, you. Let's yes. actually just watch the footy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm big on like, yeah, let's, let's talk Dig about it. Bit. Maddie, open up. If you, if you have anything that you need, open Thanks, up. Bro. But does Maddie, does Maddie really want to open up? Does Maddie really want to talk about it? That's the last thing he probably wants to do. 100%. So that's what I mean about like... The way in which you do it? uh, uh, From a a friendship standpoint, from a family standpoint, like could you be the one to open up a bit more to them and say, hey, look, I really want to understand what's going on. Because we say those things every now and then. Oh, work was shit. Oh, yeah. How's how's you and your missus? Oh, yeah, it's all right. And we don't pick up on those things where we we might not be... um, Mm. We might not have the confidence enough to have those conversations with those people but if we consist- consistently say all the time like yeah. speak up speak up speak up and then maddie comes to me and goes oh i want to talk about something i'm like oh oh yeah, yeah bro oh sweet yeah no nah, oh, sure, i gotta go like yeah you know yeah. and you know does that make sense yeah like, no it does and, and you know what i mean even when i've you know and everyone gets in those states right yeah. even when i'm in those states i think to myself man i don't even want, i wouldn't i don't even want to fucking talk about it. i just want to feel better yeah, so yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. almost like recognizing that the people around you aren't feeling the best and thinking what's going to make them feel better like, what do I know? What or do, what do I know about them that we can mm. go and like, maybe it's fucking, we go play tennis together or maybe yeah. we, we go train or maybe we go to the cafe and go have lunch. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just talk shit and but then stuff just comes But that's out, what know? I mean though, that because you can go have a conversation, but they can be a superficial conversation. A superficial. It can just be like, oh, you're not feeling good? Oh, well, let's go to let's the cafe and something. have a laugh. But still inside, that person's still feeling that's like- That's what I'm saying, bro. I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of these things, I feel like depression as well. Like, I'm not all, in all times, but I feel like in- in my opinion, in the majority of cases, it's a spiritual thing, bro. Like it's not because we're we're, we're, phys- we're physical bodies, but we're living a spiritual experience. You know what I mean? It's not just we're these sacks of meats and then we go into the dirt and then we just die and think. <laughs> say sacks of meat. Sacks of meat. That's what we were just sacks of meat yeah, yeah. on this big planet that's just rolling around the universe, bro. Like we, we, I think to in order to break through from those depression and those mental health barriers and you know these things that we. Um, affirm in our lives is because a lot of people don't feel that they have um, a purpose yeah, and they're not no, purpose driven and, yeah. and me personally like obviously you know my, we talk about my faith a lot and 
I try not to steer in that direction too much, but I can't help myself in that direction because it's become such an innate part of my life. It's become where my my spirit is calling myself to go back home because I feel at home as part as a child of God in part of this in part of this spiritual family. I know a lot of people that steer away from that because they're very like logic and reason based. You know what I mean? Mm. They need these facts and figures. But I was watching this thing on um on on Instagram today. It was it was hilarious. It's like people that say like the the Big Bang theory, right? And they're like. Mm. Miracles don't exist and we can explain everything if you just grant the one miracle, which is the Big Bang Theory. So these, these science-based um, people that are providing all these facts and figures, but like their whole premise and their whole arguments is based on like one um, one miracle in itself, which is the Big Bang Theory. JP, you good, bro? No, no, I'm just, I can hear the heater in the background. Of the <laughs> oh, life. true. Yeah, true. Thanks, bro. Yeah. But yeah, bro, like oh, I think... It's the, it's the washing machine, bro. Yeah. Um, so just JP just washing his undies. No, yeah. Yeah, no, cheers, bro. But um, yeah, it's it's an interesting point, yeah. bro. Like, I just feel like in, in that aspect, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing, and yeah. I think a lot of people right now are dealing with you know these these thoughts and feelings. But yeah. your you know your your soul and your mind they can deceive you sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can trick you into into a certain well, way of thinking. Do, bro, do you know that um, Sit in order for you to did you, do you know do either of you know much about alcoholics and not AA? Alcoholics Anonymous? Yes, I do. Do you know that it's literally a requirement for you to believe in, in a higher, higher being, yeah. to believe in some sort of spiritual high being for you to be a part of the program? Otherwise, it started as a Christian well, program and now they've veered into like cannot, spirituality in general. And you, otherwise, you cannot no, participate. Um, yeah. And like, again, I'm, I'm not, the reason I'm making that correlation is because a lot of these people that go to AA are in a bad place where yeah. they might be dealing with anxiety, depression, and the way they deal with it is maybe through alcohol, etc. So, yeah. look, I, and you know, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before about this whole, you know, people are... You know, I feel like there is there has been this movement towards spirituality and a mm. consciousness of it, maybe not necessarily in the direction of oh, let's talk about God and a higher yeah. being, or yes. talk about high being, but through you know yoga or Pilates, whatever you know, just that yeah. whatever that spirituality. Anything to basically mm. not say that it's God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what um, is it that you like? So so you sort of said, said a higher power for you in terms of not leaning into depression or anxiety mm. or, or so. What was it for you? Yeah, what was it for you guys? Like, how do you steer steer away from being in a depressive state or being anxious again like i, I can't really mm. correlate between how you how you get depression mm-hmm. because i've never had it before but what is it what is it that you sort of look look to i mean again you yeah yeah like i'll touch base so i'm gonna use bible, i'm gonna use bible scripture here yeah, so go, 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 but go. even even before when you're younger like bef- you before know, i found that yeah i wasn't able to break not through. a problem in the world yeah but i'm talking about like not going into a depressive state yeah like okay what, you as an individual you as a person like what is it is it because you know the way you grew up is it mm. how you were brought up by your parents is it i think like the first like challenge that came to me was when i had turned 18 and started going out and i was mm. like so keen because my brothers were seven years and five years older couldn't wait to go clubbing and i remember went clubbing on my 18th birthday i went like booked a table with the ivy had a drinks and <laughs> you know the, the bottles and this and that and then slowly after like a year or not even like like six months, six to six to twelve months, that became so boring, and I was like, "Is this what these people do? Like, twenty five years old, you're still out popping bottles in the club, mm. you know what I mean? Going out, having like doing like this, all this superficial shit." And then, turn nineteen, turn twenty, and it became like the same. We just go to the pub, hang out mm. with the boys, you know what I mean? Like smoke bud, like just do this irrelevant stuff. And I still wasn't getting any like satisfaction from no that. I would just go home, no fulfillment whatsoever. Yeah. I opened the business really young, like when I was 21, like I said, and I think that two years of being away from my friendship group and just having to 
turn up to work every day, six yeah. days a week, like hustling, hustling. Having had a, a sole purpose, having a vision, having a And seeing that come goals. to life was very mm. fulfilling. But even then, like I sold my business and then that started to to do to do indoor and I wasn't able to then resign so like this question that was always there is like who am I and like why why am I put on this earth? Like what is my greater purpose? And I think yeah. that's such a common thing that a lot of people like ask about. Talk about then talk about that then. So when you're when Brother Bear, mm-hmm. when, when Brother Bear stopped, yep. uh, what was that transition that was, like? Bro, that where were tough, you bro. mentally? Bro, where very, you? very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah, but I sold it in December and it was like after two and a half years of like showing up every single day and like I had purpose there because a lot of people not only relied on us for obviously food and coffee, but man, we had so many talks. The same way we're talking here, you the just same way I had to, to show customers. up. Too. Had to show up, bro. Yeah. Put a smile on my face. Even though, bro, some days I'd hide behind the counter and my brother would be like, come on, bro, like get up. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, bro, I can't be bothered doing this today. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, bro, like it tested my mental health in that. But essentially there was always, it was always purpose driven because I knew I was helping people in the community yeah. who came to my shop because they were not in a, men- yeah, in a good mental high. health. Bro, during lockdown, mental health was at all time low, bro. How yeah. many, bro, driving around, couldn't do anything. Bro, bro, I, bro oh, how mental bro, health went the through the worst, roof bro. I, had to, I had to FaceTime people like eight times a day, bro. bro, I, was bro I had to teach, I had to teach like 20 students online and we had Man. to do, they had to do like exercises on, on Literally. online. And that's what, even oh during God, that time, like crazy, I got bro. fulfillment then because coming to work was like, oh, this is mad. Like, I get yeah. to socialize and, bro, like, that was. Because you could, eh? Because we could. could, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. You, know you, were, I mean? you were cheering at that point. But yeah, after yeah. it sold, bro, like, you know, I, I like to say that I'm generally in quite a good mood. But even the word mood, like, because happiness comes and goes, it's circumstantial. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you, it comes yeah. and goes. But that fulfillment, that fulfillment. peace, that love, that joy. That inner joy. Yeah. That inner yeah. joy. These are, these are spiritual promises that are promised in the Bible according to his will. So mm. I just feel like these, you know, temporary emotions that we can feel of of happiness, of, of sadness, like mm. up, down, up, down, yeah. but there's not that consistent, um, how would you call it? I know it? what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Well, bro? that's what people do. They always try to find happiness. They always want to get to happiness and they want to stay in happiness, but happiness is a two-edged sword. It's happiness and sadness. 100%. You know, bro. like somebody dies, you're sad. Somebody's born, you're happy. Like there's always yes, opposite, right? You open a business, happy your your business have a bad closes, day what you know, sad, right? well, what's yeah. the happiest or at? most joyful you've ever felt in your life um, i'm generally a happy person um, i know you are but is there any event or something that happened where you were just like an emotional high like you just you could have cried you're that happy or that that fulfilled or something like that in your life any experience i'm just trying to get a bit more of a gauge on who sean is yeah, like I and and you know, sort of sort of opening it up here. Like I'm I'm generally a very happy person, and this is what I was getting to. Like, what makes for me like how come I've never had depression before? How come I don't hardly ever have anxiety? Why is it that I never hardly ever stress? And it comes back to I guess resilience of what I went through when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I sort of have a mentality, and whether this is good or not, I don't know. Um, I have this mentality in my head, and I don't say it a lot, but if I don't die, why would I complain? Like if I don't, if I'm not, you know, if I don't in a situation where I'm going to die, like why would I complain? So everything that I go through, every situation, whether it's riding off a car, um, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, you know, got was was out drinking. So ten years ago, was out drinking. Went to my mate's house. We're drinking there. Um, got into a fight with my mate. Eight o'clock in the morning, I drove home from Bankstown to um, Macrofield, and I. And I was drunk, like oh yeah. yeah. And I was driving on, um, about to turn right at the Holdsworth Army Base. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. And about uh, maybe 50 meters from the turnoff is the Army Base there with the gates. I fell asleep. I went past the turnoff, 
And just, bef- just before I hit the fence, I woke up and I broke and I smashed into the, the front gate. So the army you fucking smashed into the, the army yeah. fence gate. Army oh base oh fence. my god. Yeah. This oh. was, any yeah. alarms going off? Nah. Any nah. bombers it's coming not, There wasn't any like, it yeah. wasn't like one no of those. People? It was just a, just, a, just a fence. Yeah, I know right? what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, after that, like, I, you know, took the car home and it was all wrecked. No one saw you. Maybe. No one saw me. No, it was Sunday morning. Oh, it was yeah. first thing Sunday morning. So anyway, I got home and then I looked at it and I was like, number one, I'm fine. Number two, I didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, and number three, that's it. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if my car is going to be um, unroadworthy, I can just catch a bus to work, whatever it may yeah, be, yeah. right? There's these events in my life wherever they happen, as long as I don't hurt anybody, as long as I'm fine, like, you know, I just yeah. don't see the point in worrying about those things. And I think that like I think that's really good because like a lot of people would get into a circumstance like that and they'd start getting very existential like yeah, what the fu- what, what's what going on with my but I also yeah. think on the flip side of that when that happens to certain people that can be a wake up wake up call to yeah. say 100%. what okay I need to I need to make some changes right. here because I almost died yeah, yeah. I like you know crashed into an army yeah. base or what yeah. do you but know what I mean so like in making the change yeah. to their life yeah hundred percent and again like I and you know you guys see me in the mornings like you know I'm very generally very happy Bro, yeah. um, but I, and again I don't want to say like if you have depression, you get to choose whether you have it or not. I'm, no. not, I'm not saying that. No, but you're not saying that. Like I choose not to be stressed. I choose not to have anxiety. I choose yeah. not to not to go down that or, path. Or at least um, reside in it yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. associate with it. And you again, know like, I mean? I'm, like, like I'm saying, like I'm not saying that people can just decide not to be depressed. Yeah, yeah. No. Obviously not. Um, but you know, for me, I exercise. I eat eat good food and I, I choose to be surrounded, surrounded by, by people the, yeah. that you know that align with my values and and so on and so forth so I think there's things that you can do to move towards it. and there was a book called tribal leadership I think I talked about this before where they had the five levels um, of where people are at within their lives number one you are somebody that's pessimistic that you look at life as in like you know oh the reason why my life is this way is because the stars the blaming moon, it, the blaming earth, it. the, the world, system the system right number two is it's like you know the government it's people it's my family it's my friends yep. and then the levels get higher and as you get higher off the levels it's more um about being with people and the fifth level i'll skip the other ones but the fifth level is like um you know i'm in with my values my beliefs i'm contributing you know i'm i'm in a higher power or, or so on and so forth and what they say within the book is if you are somebody that is in that lower rank like one or two you need to get with somebody in those higher ranks mm. like somebody that has you know um someone's uh, living different living differently like, yeah yeah somebody that's trying to look for success right. trying to contribute trying to you know who is happy uh, or, or, or fulfilled and then be with those people and I think you find mm. that like you said within the gym environment that's somewhere that you can get that or any type of environment where you have people that are trying to work towards being better themselves yeah. so uh, you just made me think of a really nice quote that um, I've seen which is stay close to the people who feel like sunshine you know yeah, yeah. and like uh, I yeah. think that you make an interesting point there about being around those people like that and I think that you know we can you know talking about choosing to be happy and all that sort of stuff is really really important and I firmly 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 mm. believe in that and I think but yeah. I think for a lot of people like even people listening they might be thinking to themselves like what are those actual things that I can do and I think mm. that like you said you know things like you know, eating well, things like exercising, whatever. Maybe even those it comes things are to out, a of, point, out right. of reach. It's just but, looking you know, after yourself. Looking after yourself. But like, being around... To a like, bare minimum, like, it's just... What about... People don't talk enough about 
about humor. People don't talk yeah, about it. When yeah. I think about the times that, and like, I mean, I get that all the time. Like, you know, we get that at the gym. We have, a, you know, part of the hut fucking- Half the reason I go there in the morning 90% is, uh, of the time I go shit. there or started going there was because of that, is, is for the camaraderie, for the for the laughs. Mm. And, and that sort of stuff. When I think about the, you know, growing up and why I, yeah, and this is the first thing that comes to mind. Growing up, why I always felt so happy is because mm. when I was, I was always happy having a laugh, talking shit with my cousins. We always hung around together yeah. and we were pissing ourselves 90% of the time. Mm. And that is just how I remember my, I mean, aside yeah, from upbringing. my early childhood. And like, you know, I, I obviously come from, I'm fortunate that I come from a background where I've had a lot of love from my family and mm. my parents and I've got a very tight knit family unit. Um, you know, and I know a lot of people aren't necessarily fortunate to have that, but you know, mm. a, a lot of people, you know, maybe a lot of the time don't put enough emphasis on who am I spending my time with? Yeah. Like you said, like who am I hanging around? What are those people like? And how yeah. are they contributing to my own mm. state? And we've all seen people, maybe we are one of those people mm. that have moved away from certain groups or yeah. detached themselves from certain people because of the way that they make you feel or the, the, the way that they make you... Um, or the things they do, the things they engage with, the way they talk, gossiping, all these things. But mm. ultimately those things always have an impact on... They always just do your head in, don't right. they? It's always about... What it's doing to do your head and you're thinking, you're overthinking, you, you can't necessarily it's feel not a like natural state of exactly being. Exactly yeah. right. It's not exactly. A state it's just, but, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but also I want to touch on as well, like when you talk about being with people and going back to how this potential depression comes on or anxiety comes on. And then again, we talk about this, we've talked about this before in other podcasts, mm. coming back to your childhood, traumas of your childhood and all those sorts of things like that. And again, I talk, I think about myself in terms of what I went through in my childhood. And again, how come I am not in a depressive state because of what I saw and what I went through. Like obviously my mum moved away to a different country, um, you know, so I didn't really have, um, I had my father who was a single parent, but then it's like, and, and when you when you talk to people, because as a PT, you, you, you meet people who have depression and anxiety and stress and, and those types of things. And you're like, how can I give you what I have? Yeah. Right? It's hard to like really go, well, these are the steps that you need to do. This is what you have. And, and you don't even really know yourself, do you? Like if you're not that, if you don't have those um, depressive thoughts or anxiety mm. um, and that's what I found quite hard as a PT because I would be teaching the the um, and this is why I, I moved away from that and did um, mindset coaching and did my diploma in, um, in coaching because I was like man like yeah it's great that we're exercising it's great that we're doing nutrition but there's something a little bit deeper than that there's something a little bit deeper that we need to go through from a mindset standpoint to be able to not only do it long term uh, but to actually find out what's going on within your mental health health space and with the fitness community it's it's prevalent now like mm. there's a lot, lot of gyms and those sorts of places talk about mental health <laughs> um, and we used to get psychologists in a while in, into our gym to speak to clients about that because they do definitely go hand in hand um, so it, it was quite hard in that environment to be able to go okay well these are the things that you need to do to be able to move forward and progress um, but Again, yeah. it's such a big and broad topic. Yeah, thanks for shedding so much light on that. That's really good. But just to close, I know I'm not putting it on you or anything, but like, do you believe in a high power or a God? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, you do. I That's do. good. That's good. That's good. That's a good, like, I feel like jumping off point because I feel like a lot of people kind of get to a point where they're trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and they just keep, they've gotten to the end of themselves. And I think a lot of the time the breakthrough comes when they... And that it doesn't have to be any form or I'm not talking about any type of religion or any type of specific spirituality, spirituality but they get to this point of surrender where mm. they're like, 
it, this is beyond my control. You I've have kind to of be, just, you have to be yeah. at the point where you're fucking helpless. Yeah, it, you, you have to you be do. at the point you where you're literally to your on your knees and you yeah. have to be crying. You have to be like, barrel, you bro, like I don't know what else. And I feel like, um, I, again, I don't know. You probably know more people that have had that kind of li- literally come to Jesus bro, moment, time. Or, yeah, or, and those, or just the end of themselves. And I feel like, like a lot, like you know, at the end of the day. I mean, I say this in sales, let alone in spiritual life. Yeah, but, you know, people they make changes on pain. They make changes yeah. on troubles, right. on helplessness, on yeah. exhaustion, on just that's shit a real that's problem. Fucked, you know, so yeah, no, you know, I mean, again, the big thing for me, but um, you know, again, look, I think it's it's more than that as well, though. And I don't know what your opinion on this is, but you know, for example, you know, I think that there has to be like. I guess in the same way that, you know, in religion, you talk about faith and works. You have to, mm. I feel like, do the work. You know, you've got to put in the... Correct. It says that. It says, it says faith without to, works to is dead. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like... You can't be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just oh, like, you know, I believe or whatever. Yeah. I believe in a higher <laughs> yeah, power and, yeah. my, and all my I'm problems good. have gone yeah. away, you know, what have you. So. Yeah. But that's the thing as well. Like when you say you have to do the work, like if you are in those states, you have to seek out the help. But you you have to do the work like 100% you know, and that's what you were touching yeah. on earlier it's like you're not saying that we can't you know that there's not some people that are really dealing with it no, and you can't course. just to flick a switch and it's on off no, or like yeah. I'm not depressed or I am depressed however there is that it does require you to take that step mm. and then to take that next step and just to get a little bit of momentum because a lot of people that have been stuck in that world in the depression I know like when my dad was in it bro like it was like you said similar to your mom mm. six seven years of just like just being in fucking bed yeah, like and it's yeah. just not a way to live bro so, literally yeah. my mum used to get in there and by the end she had grown a lot of resentment towards him it was just mm. like get up you stunned mullet like you're yeah. literally just sitting in bed just, <coughs> and it's man it's a really bad place to be in and I think a lot of my drive now to not fall into that is the fact that I've seen like how much it robs not only from the person but the people around you do you yeah, know what I, I mean yeah I wonder if like um, seeing my mum like that sort of that unconsciously I'm like well I don't want to be like that yeah. maybe I don't know maybe, maybe, I think a big part of it probably knows. is bro do you know maybe what I mean like, uh, and we're talking about like certain wake up calls that come bro mm, it took my mm. dad like an odd, we, we talked about this in a relationship it took him getting shot in the head mm. for him to be given a second chance and I know yeah. that sounds so, so fucked up but how can I not believe in it's miracles crazy, and, and second chances when you know what I mean you get popped in the head mm. and you're still alive to tell the story and now he's made a complete different change perspective the, he's got a completely yeah, different yeah. perspective of the world he lives in mm. the, you know the, uh, he's just grateful more he's more present yeah he's, he's alive which is number one i mean yeah. gee that's even something that you know you don't experience until you've experienced it talk like, about mental health potentially <laughs> like yeah well potentially seeing <laughs> yeah, the end of your life and you're, like, yeah. you're like he hasn't got a brain no. <laughs> he's not got a mental but a lot of people bro that that like i feel like come up on the other side of that yeah. You know, the trauma can go two ways. It can come through as a breakthrough yeah. or it can go like well, I'm yeah. just back in a tunnel. But you know what, what we should do? Like we're, we're looking at having guests on very soon, but we should have somebody that has experienced depression Some, yeah, man. and come like, out even, on the other even, side. Yeah. So we can get, get an understanding. I can even get my mate on who had, like has a master's in psych just to get mm. his perspective I on I love it. that. Can yeah. I just one, one last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, which we touched on before we um, finish up, is um, I've always found personally in my life um, for better or for worse, because some might say that this is like, you know, maybe it is superficial or shouldn't be the way that it happens. Um, you too, right? Yeah, no, we're just marking it because you sound like you're about to say something pretty important. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed no, to no, do that the whole episode. Guess, oh, shit, time. that's good. I didn't even know you could do yeah. bro, I didn't know you could do that. Story, bro. But we no, keep what I was going to say, yeah, like, I've just found that in times of my life when I have feel like I've been or when I feel like, you know, when I think about periods of happiness or periods of joy or periods of just elation in mm. my life, um, 
I've always felt that at those times I've drawn a strong sense of identity or self-worth from specific things in my life. Mm. Like, again, might be this might be, you know, some might consider this not the best thing to do, but I've always thought about, you know, for example, um, you know, if career is going really well, I'm feeling really good because there's a specific, you know, thing going on in career and maybe at the same time, you know, my relationship's going well mm. or, you know, maybe I'm, uh, you know, for example, now, you know, I would say that if I was to look at this period of my life and why, uh, you know, maybe this is a good period of my life, I think to myself, you know, I'm a year into marriage, my wife and I are doing great, um, I'm going to the gym, I'm training, I'm in the best shape I've ever been and I feel the best. So I've always felt like a sense of pride in those elements in my life, even when I'm like maybe even talking about them with people or I'm with people, it's almost like I have a few flags that I can plant yeah. A few like I've planted my flag in a few things and I draw a sense of self-worth, confidence and pride and self-esteem from those things. Right. And as much as that might seem superficial, I do think that stuff like that is important. I feel like people need to have a sense of I guess pride in those things and and I'm I'm drawing uh, I'm drawing that uh relationship because I feel like always at you know points in my life um, whenever I think about great things or great periods of my life, I've always been able to draw a sense of self-esteem, mm. self-worth, and identity from things. And as much as we like, so, like, like, like your career, like, like your family, your career, like my family, like, mm. um, like my health and fitness. You know, at this point, you but know, can I example, just say, bro? Like, I, and I love that, and it's so true, bro. Because I, I do that either consciously or subconsciously as well. Everyone, I think, everyone, and yeah. I think a lot of people do. And I think you do as well, Sean. You, you know, you eat well, you train, you've you've got all these things that you should be proud of, and you should, bro. Like, it's amazing. Same, same as you, but. My perspective is like, aren't these things all temporary? We're going to wake up one day where we don't have those family members around, where we don't have that health that we've relied on, where we don't have that career that we've been so That's true. well established. And then, and then what? And then what? And then what it is? Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? These things are so temporary. I think if you, I think perspective, especially in terms of mental health, speaking to people in their seventy years plus, and a lot of people that aren't grounded in some form of faith, I feel like. Well, what have they got to live yeah. for? But Especially also, now. Yeah. But also look at like for me, I mean, I have this on my whiteboard at home, like values, like what are my values and what are my true values and am I living through those values? Like what are the top five things that are most important to me and, and I, am I living within those values? And then also my strengths as well, like looking at what are my strengths and where can I contribute within society and living through those two. So um, as much as I'm saying like, oh, I'm a resident person and from this and that and I'm yes. just a happy person, whatever, I always go back to my values. Yeah. Okay, what do I value? And I'm a, Am I actively living through that? And what are my rules around my values? For example, health is my number one value. Number one, above everything. Is it? Number one. Wow. I'm joking. Health. Yeah. Obviously, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> above everything. Um, and I have these rules around it. I must train this amount of time. I must do this. And, and then it links into my mental state as well. But again, like I said, like um, final thoughts, and you guys can mm -hmm. have your final thoughts as well. That's right. Um, for anybody out there that has, um, you know, any mental health issues, like I said, um, Martin Seligman, okay, oh, that's all right. No, Learned go Optimism. Uh, it's a great book. Um, I'll definitely say check it out. Yeah, love that. Yeah, my closing thoughts as well is exactly very similar to what JP and Shawnee were just saying. I think we've just got a little bit of technical difficulties here, but JP is working on it right now. Thanks, bro. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, my closing thoughts basically very similar to what you just built off. Definitely get your physical health and your mental health and, and those things in order mm. through the things that you can control. Yeah. I love what JP touched on, which is, you know, establishing yourselves in things that give you that sense of self-esteem, like purpose. your friends and family, your yeah. purpose in, in regards to your career. I'm of the belief, and again, people can agree or disagree, that those things are temporary. Those mm. things are, are fleeting. Yeah. Those things are not going to be with you and they're blessings that you're lucky to even have in the first place. Yeah. If you're in a position now where you feel like you've gotten to your wits end, you know, you've tried everything, you've tried eating well, you've tried, you know, finding that perfect career, 
I believe it's just you're going to come back full circle to a point where you need yeah. to surrender. And if you need a relationship yeah. with Jesus or God, yeah. hit me up, yeah. come to church. <laughs> but nah. you're also you're always going to be searching, aren't you, for the perfect job, for the perfect partner. That's for the right. Perfect. It's always it's cyclical, right? It's All true, the time. bro. But if you focus on yourself, again, like it could be with a higher power, or with could be with your values, could be, you know, if you're f- focusing on the internal... Um, Good. Sit down, JP. On that no, in, not good. On no, that no, internal no. drive for you to be <clears throat> the person that you need to be, then I think that's gonna help you and mm. keep you in good stead. But that's that's just from my opinion. Love what that, I bro. do. That was a good, uh, you know what, man. I love this episode. Bro. Great. That was man. We need more shit like that. I love that, man. Yeah. I love that. And if you have any stories about your mental health or any yeah. special guests you want to see on, yeah. this has been episode thirteen. Yeah. Even if you if you ask somebody that has experienced depression or. Yeah. You are experiencing depression. Um, yeah. Or Feel like free to reach out. Like, I mean, if there's, if you want to offer well, an opinion or even like yeah. on so- stuff that we're talking about, like we said, we're just like... It gets us know. excited as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because yeah, I'm going to be talking to my mum quite a bit of obviously moving forward and, you know, trying to get a better understanding about it. But Praise the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Easy. All good. All right, gang. All good. See you next Episode week. All right. You. You.